podcast 24 is coming straight from my ass. So did you have a good weekend so far, Josh? Sure. Oh, the weekend's over. It's Monday. Yeah. So um, had a good weekend. I heard you went out on a boat this weekend. I did. I uh, romantic little boat ride with my wife at with, night. Just just the two of us with the misses. Yes. You called me from the boat. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I was I, I was out on a boat with a romantic night <laughs> with my wife and thought of you i know which i was really that was nice because <laughs> i was here and you were like thinking of me and you yeah. called me and you were like hey are you how's it going man yeah and i'm like josh had a bottle of wine <laughs> no no you're right you guys did have a bottle you did of wine, have on wine the boat, out there yeah but you told me that is right and you're riding out on the lake on the boat with your woman can that i was get a so dui cool. you can get a dui on a boat on mission viejo lake <laughs> i I bet you could. I bet you I could. Too. I bet you could. Yeah. So, don't drink and drive your boat. That's the lesson. Yeah. Well, I, dude, we were the only boat out there. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna run into anything. Well, that it was, was fun though. It, it would have. It, it, it was a good, fun time. We actually did it. Uh, we went out on the. That you did boat. what? I, that's why I changed <laughs> my wording. We went out on the boat. Mm-hmm. Two nights in a row because we had such a good time. The, the <laughs> yeah. Well, you good. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got to be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, no, we we, uh, we don't talk about the women on the show. The personal women. We talk about every other women. Yeah. <laughs> Just the personal women are off limits on exactly. this show. Because, you know, we got to sleep at night somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually like my bed. Um, yeah. Because yeah. our our one sofa that we have isn't quite. I'm a short guy, and it's not even long enough. Yeah, you've for got me. like a little stubby uh, yeah, sofa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, golly, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. This is going to be that type of show. I can already tell. You're. This is all you, buddy. I said you've got a stubby sofa, and Correct. so you can't even fit on it. <laughs> it's kind of short for you. Yeah. <laughs> so um uh this weekend was my uh was uh, actually today was my son's birthday and he's 11 today so uh this weekend was a lot of birthday activities hmm. um specifically um uh yesterday we had a big day with sports and that type of stuff and then today was his actual birthday so i took him and his buddy over to uh, uh boomers tonight which is like a what, how do you describe you a boomer? Yeah, it's, it's, it's arcade. Like a, it's like a carnival that stays in place. It's got a putt putt. <laughs> yeah. It's got a rock wall. It's got a go kart track. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. So we took him over there and, you know, it was just him and his buddy and we spent some time and money and um, <laughs> yeah. we spent a lot more money than we did time. But we had a good time and, and uh, the boys had a good time. But this morning, I'm getting ready because I had to go out and buy cupcakes and buy yeah. stuff. And I swung by uh, Target. 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 To some. Well, no. When you're shopping for kids stuff, it's Target. 
when gotcha. you're shopping for your wife a necklace, it's Target. Like, nah, I got this at Target. <laughs> Holla. Yeah. So now they've redesigned the Targets in our area, and I don't know if they've done this nationwide, but there's a Starbucks in there now. Yeah, I saw that. And it's um, I, I love getting my Starbucks uh, coffee in the mornings. Uh, some mornings I do that. And, and uh, so I was so excited this morning when I went by there because I was like, kill two birds with one stone, mm-hmm. Starbucks and the Target. Yeah. So I go to the line and uh, those of you out there that have had a Starbucks experience, you'll you'll know that it's kind of a pleasurable experience. They get you in the line, they move you through the line, you get your uh, Vente Mocha with mm. no whipped cream. That's what I get. And uh, you move on through the line. Well, the Target Starbucks isn't quite, I've found, the same level of service as the regular Starbucks. Mm. Um, for example... I uh, order my venti large and she says, what size is that? And oh I say, goodness. it's a venti and she goes and she's grabbing, is the, she's touching the cups looking oh at my me gosh. and I'm going the big one. So that was my first sign that this wasn't going to be a good trip. Did you tell her? And by the way, it's free Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to just give it to me. <laughs> exactly. Um, the second thing that happened was, uh, she said, um, um, I said, I'll have a venti mocha. And she said, uh, the large one. And I go, yeah, the large one. She goes, now is that the hot one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Starbucks makes it easy too. Cause obviously their, their cold one isn't even called a mocha. No. It's a frappuccino. Frappuccino. Right. So, so there, there we, there we have a little problem. And then I said, no whipped cream. And she went, Okay. And then uh, she wrote my name down. Anyway, it took her about three minutes to figure out where on the register it was. And then it took seriously about 10 to 12 minutes. And I ser- <laughs> I was the only one. And I'm back there watching oh. them read off a chart. And they're trying to figure out how to do the drink. Oh my I said goodness. no whipped cream. And there was whipped cream. And then, uh, oh, it was a horrible experience. And then, and then I got it, and, and it really sucked. Like, like the cool thing about Starbucks, for everybody that likes Starbucks, is no matter where you go in the world, you get a Starbucks and it tastes the exact same. Yeah. You know that when I order my venti mocha with no whipped cream in the morning, it's going to taste like a venti mocha. If I get it at Starbucks in Mission Viejo, Lake Forest, um, all Grand, over the world, Grand Rapids, Michigan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Washington, D.C., yeah. or even the Target in Foothill Ranch, I should get the same thing, but I didn't here. I got crap. <laughs> I got $3.87 of crap. Wow. And it and it really sucked. And, My question and, is, how do you know how crap tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I got a close taste it's this pretty, morning. Pretty close. And uh, so here's my deal as I'm walking away from there. I'm going, how hard is the training for Starbucks? Like, first off, wouldn't you think what they would do is just go, you know, let's let's spend three or four bucks and take these people down to a real Starbucks <laughs> and let them order one. Just yeah, see how it goes. So exactly. Anyway, that was my morning with Starbucks. Target Starbucks. They got a ways to go. Yeah, don't don't go. The training program is lacking there, so yeah. uh, I think uh, I think we should just step it up there. And and uh, if you get a tar- Target Starbucks experience, just be prepared. Yeah, because it's not quite the same experience. But anyway, that was I just that was my morning. It kind of got started off bad because of the coffee, but uh, it ended up good. Well, let me tell you good. about my morning. Okay, I wake up, scratch my butt. All right, scratch my balls. In that order. Good. Yes, and then I um, wash our hands at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then I I go pee pee. Um, okay. 
Then I go to the computer. All right. And, you know, I'm I'm curious. So I go to stupidchurchpeople.com. That's kind of, yeah, great, good place. Great, greatest website on the web, I heard. Yeah. I heard there's w- one gay guy and one straight guy on it. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. And uh, so I go on. And I see, you know, I'm re- I'm reading some of the posts. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All of a sudden, I see him put his microphone. Like, when, okay, let's just let me tell you guys. When I mic'd my fart, I did more of a reach behind. So, so, so the microphone, like, it would be like if you were, um, like, spanking yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm going back to he. <laughs> Unsuccessfully though, but he uh, went uh, straight under. He, yeah, he went for. And of all nights, not to have the video. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, oh, this microphone smells. Smell. Oh, oh God, get it away from me! That was hard. Do you need to go? To the <laughs> oh my God, dude, seriously, dude, you smell. <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, dude. Did you leave a mark in my but, chair? You know, <laughs> dude, that's a, that's a nice dude. chair. No farting okay. anymore. That's like a... You're, you ruined your pants, brother. <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, I did have one leg up in the air. Oh, I mean, gosh. I had clear... clear okay. Well... <laughs> Anyway, so you go to the website. And I I start reading some comments. (laughs) And then as I'm reading some comments, I I, I see that some of the people leaving comments have Ah, pictures next to them. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And some of the pictures like change every day lately. It's like, come on, people, get a picture and stick with it. But the one that stood out to me is our friend Dorsey. Dorsey. Yeah, Dorsey it Marshall. Looks like a flaming queer. Head first dot more. <laughs> more. more. Than- oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, that's what Josh just did in his pants. No, it is the funniest picture. He's wearing some like inflatable um, costume of him as an overweight. Um, Zoom. It's like a. A princess outfit or something. Yeah, and he, he has little rosy cheeks. <laughs> you got to go to the website. Go to stupidchurchpeople.com and then click on the comments of the first blog you see, and you'll find Dorsey on yeah, there. Yeah, you'll find Dorsey. But, and then I was wondering, well, where the hell was that picture taken? Oh, my and gosh. My only thought is that has to be has to be a church function. I hope it is. But then my question is, what church is he going to? The Church of the Eternally Gay? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You, you just think of, you just thought of that. Pull huh? that right out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Church of the Eternally Gay. So that's how my morning was. It La- was laughing at Dorsey. He, yeah, he really. It's it's like, uh, and he said, it's really one of those costumes that you got to see to appreciate. And I'm really disappointed that he only has a small version because it says click here to enlarge. I know, and it and, doesn't and get it's much like, bigger. No, and that's a problem that a lot of people have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. try and click it to and it make just, it bigger, and yeah. it doesn't. Well, it's, yeah. So, and especially Dorsey probably has that problem, too. But, um, but <laughs> product, bottom line is, Dorsey, we got to get a better, bigger picture on the web. I'm having trouble speaking. A bigger picture on the web of that picture. We That, that everybody needs to see that and uh, uh, display that. So, do that for us. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, one of the things I do every morning, we're talking about our mornings. 
Yeah. One of the things I used to do uh, quite regularly in the morning is um, pray in the shower. In the why in the shower? Well, um, was it because you were alone, naked, and wet before God? And I would, uh, yeah, I would. uh, If you're gonna go, it's a good way to go. Yeah. Um, clean before our Lord. Now, so, in that instance, would you pee in the shower? You know what? I am not a shower peer. Are you really not? No. I am. No. Well, I counted you for one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You probably do other things in the shower we don't want to talk about. <laughs> My gosh, <laughs> dude. This is a wild show. So, um, yeah. So, no. I, I would pray in the shower. And the, what made me think about that is last week we talked about see at the pole. And um, then we, we, we had a couple other comments and, and questions about prayer. So I got to thinking about why I don't pray anymore in the morning and some of the, some of the ways I view prayer. And um, um, I just have changed my whole outlook on prayer lately. And I think that, um, that for some reason, I, I just don't pray near as much. What, I don't know. What do you, what's, of course, I don't go to church anymore. So everybody thinks I'm a pagan anyway. So, well, so that's are. pretty, yeah, I'm a pagan. I'm backslidden. I'm falling away from God. I haven't been to church in like two and a half months. You haven't and, met uh, quota. I haven't met my so, quota, and I've stopped praying. Okay. But I have my reasons for stopping praying. But okay. uh, but before I go on, I, I would like to hear, like, do you pray every day, or what's the story with that on you? Because I don't pray every day. Um, well, No, no, I don't anyway. pray every day. Official and, prayer. And let's say if I do pray, I would say it's because um, I'm praying for a meal. God, thanks for this food. Yeah. I try and do that. Um, More of a grateful prayer. Thank yeah, you, God, for this I, house. I, I try or, and, but I'm even trying to do that just out of habit. Yeah. Because most of the time it's like, dude, I just want to eat some food. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally honest. Yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. He knows my heart. <laughs> yeah. Let me get to my Taco Bell. <laughs> my big yeah. beef burrito is calling me, too. Well, I, I think I... You know, I think one of the one of the things I have uh, been trying to do lately, and and um, uh, the kids and I and and you know um, Christy, we've been trying to pray with the kids, you know, before they go to sleep at night. Yeah. And uh, um, I know that that I've not done that as regular as I should, and so I, I try to at least do that with the boys, you know, before we go to sleep at night, because I feel like that's important. But I'm not quite sure about prayer in my own life. Uh, because I've never, I've never felt, uh, that prayer actually, um, resulted in anything except for my selfish prayer. We'll see. And that, you know, I- that I try to pray, I end up praying selfishly. So I've tried to stop that. But then I think most of the things God already knows. Yeah. Like, so why, why even waste my time praying? And, 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 you know, Hey, these are some honest questions. I'm just throwing them out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we almost have to ask ourselves, what is prayer? I mean, what what is the outcome of prayer? Why why are we praying? And um, is prayer magical? Where you know it, it's like a request line, right? To a radio station. Hey, yeah. You know, I'm gonna call in. I'm gonna call in, and if I can get a lot of other people to call in too, maybe they will play the song. Right. You know. Right. Well, the whole deal. See, at the poll was about Jeremiah. 33.3, 3, I think, which says, 
Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Drink. <laughs> Sorry. I quoted a scripture. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm only drinking water. Now. I know. Very good, Josh. I'm not. So pray unto me and I will show you <laughs> great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Drink. No. Um, and uh, you you can see that, that to me, you know, that was kind of... Uh, yeah, let's call unto God. Let's talk to him about great and mighty things. He's going to show us these great and mighty things. Another thing I remember. <coughs> oh, wow. Steve. Steve. Uh, <coughs> pray for me, Josh. <laughs> pray for me, Josh. Oh. Another thing I remember about prayer growing up was the whole Acts prayer. Do you remember that concept of prayer? I don't remember. It was an acrostic for prayer. Okay. Acts. Adoration. Confession. Oh, thanksgiving and supplication. And so we were supposed to pray and acts prayer. So we were supposed to give adoration to God, mm-hmm. uh, confession for our sins, uh, thanksgiving, show thanksgiving mm-hmm. to God, and then supplication, which was praying for others' needs. Um, and so that was another form of, of prayer. And I've always, when I was younger and, and even lately, you know, kind of used that as a formula. But uh, do you have a formula for prayer or is it, do you only pray in crisis or, or when do you pray? Well, I, I'm what probably do you pray like about most, um, Christians and yeah, when it, when it's cr- crunch time and crisis time, yeah, I pray, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and you know, because obviously I have a need. It's like, okay, God, help me out, you know? Right. And, um, but do you think prayer really right. changes God's mind? Or do you think, think well, it really then, affects uh, the I, outcome? Now, my, see, my question is, isn't, does it change, does, does prayer, does, change, <laughs> does prayer change your circumstances? Yeah. Does, does prayer change the outcome? Right. That's of a situation. my question. Yeah. Because I, I don't think God's doing these things. Like when my grandpa just died a couple months ago. Right. There's no way that I believe God had that happen. It wasn't his will to take my grandpa from me and from mm. my grandma and right. my whole family. Right. So you're praying. Would Would you in that instance go, dear God, spare grandpa's life? Help him. Do you pray like that? Did you pray like oh, that? Oh, I definitely did. You did Are pray you like that. Are you kidding me? Right. I'm like uh, freaking. Dude, if I'm dying, I want you to pray like that for yeah. me. But my, my point is, you pray like that for your grandpa, right? So now we're in this oh, yeah. real serious conversation. It's very cool. You're praying about your grandpa not dying. Do you resent that he died? Do you look at God and go, why did you let him die at that point? Um, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm selfish. You know, I'm a selfish bastard, and I know that. Mm-hmm. That, no, I, does God, did it, Did God have the power to save my grandpa? Yeah. I think so, too. Did uh, God have the opportunity to intervene in the situation? I believe sure so. Um, is that God's job? No, and that's how I'm able to still, you know, have a relationship with God right now, because I think if it was his job, I'd be done. Um, and 
I don't know. Like half me wants to say, does he does he even care? Well, I think he cares, but it's just it's it's not magic, man. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that God cares about your grandpa, and I don't think there's any doubt that God cares about you. I don't think there's any doubt that God cares about me as a twelve year old boy who prayed fervently that my dad wouldn't die yeah. when I was that age. And um that has prayed even more recently about some things going on in my life. I've prayed, you know, passionately that God would change my circumstances, but here's my theology on this. And whether you agree with it, I don't know, but I I, I don't, I don't care. You know, this is kind of where I've come down on it. I do care. I think it's important to care about this concept, but I just don't believe that God normally operates and intervenes in our circumstances to change our circumstances. I don't think God normally operates like that. I don't think he did in the Bible. I think what we read in the Bible are those instances where God did miracles. I mean, just amazing miracles yeah. throughout the Old Testament, you know, pillar of fire and uh, cloud of fire and pillar of this and uh, all this stuff that God rained down the locusts. And he did all this incredibly miraculous things. But over the course of history, you know, there's, that's what we read about. But there was tons of times that God did not intervene. Yeah. And I believe that God does not normally intervene in our circumstances to change them. I don't believe he normally intervenes. And if a man is lying on a hospital table with a heart attack and they're trying to resuscitate him and save his life, I don't believe God normally intervenes and goes, you know what? I'm going to change the course of this man's life yeah. because little Steve is praying for him. Yeah. And I believe that's wrong for me to view prayer that way. That God's going to rearrange everything in the world for me. It's much like we've right. read and talked about on the show. You know, the plane crashes and this. And, and people emerge from those plane crashes and go, God saved my life. God watched out for me. And that's bullshit. Because yeah. God didn't do that. Because for God to have done that means that you believe that God took that person sitting next to you's life. Yeah. And so if you're so myopic that you believe that, you're whacked. Yeah. You know, so you need to get that out of, out of your head that God intervenes to change your circumstances in my point, or you're going to ultimately drive yourself crazy yeah, because, because you're going to go at which point did he choose not to? And now I have to blame him. That that's what I meant. What, what I was talking about earlier. If, if that is the case, that means God chose for my grandpa to die, which at that point I, if that is true and some people are going to probably stick it to me, Josh, that is true. Well, if that is true, I don't want a relationship with that God. Right. Like, it pisses me off that much. I agree with you. It's like, you. well, who gets chosen, you know, what prayers get chosen to be answered and what don't? Right, yeah. You know, I thought I was going to be given all the desires of my heart, you know, especially if they're pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. Dude, my grandpa was the, the, one of the best, you know, followers of Christ I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, the greatest servant only cared about serving others his right. whole life. And it's like, yeah, no. And, and it's know, terrible it's to go through those type of losses. And it's terrible to go through these life challenges that we're going through Yeah, and wanting God to intervene in these trials that we have. And, you know, we've talked about that. And, and, uh, I even was in a small group one time and they were talking about Samantha Runyon and we brought it up on the show, a little girl who was murdered down here in Southern California. And one of the comments in the small group was, well, the, the parents of Samantha must not have prayed over her, you know, and it's just like, you know, you That's guys ridiculous. are, you guys are nuts. If you believe, you know, who are you first off to say that? And second off, you know, I pray over my children every day. I, you know, I pray for them. I've prayed for them, you know, for their lives. But 
to say I didn't pray over them every day and then something bad happens to them is just ridiculous, you know, or well, that if I, I did pray over them, God would not ever bring harm to them. Well, and I think it, it's just a matter of, you know, praying for things like that. That's, that's all good. You know, praying, right. You know, for your, for your kids, me praying for my wife, it's all very good things. Is God going to change things? Not necessarily, but I, I think it is, it, it's putting God in the center, in the center Great of point. your life. Mm-hmm. And you're 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 basically just honoring him, almost just letting him letting him back in, back into that center of your life. That's mm-hmm. why you need to daily be praying. Do I know? So I'm falling short in that area, but I think everyone is, man, because they pray and it's it's like a stage, you know, public prayer. <laughs> you know, oh, let's pray, dear God. You know, it's like give me a break. Well, and and. You know, for me, prayer is about, you're hitting it, talking about public prayer, you know, prayer is about me aligning my will with God's will in yeah. a situation. So, so for me to pray about something is for, for me to agree with God at that situation. And, and, and I think it's very selfish for me to pray for God to change my situation. I think, I yeah. think for me, for example, right now, financially for God, you know, for me to go, dear God, help me with my finances right now. And it's like, you know what? you're the one that screwed up your finances. You know, if, if you've got, you know, a little too much debt over here or you're a little too much, you know, you don't have enough income, whatever for me to pray for, for somebody to drain down a few thousand bucks on me. Yeah. You know, I heard a guy today, I swear at boomers, Josh, this is no freaking lie. I heard a guy today say this, he and his little girl were walking out and, uh, he, she said, she said, well, daddy, you know, what was really cool is when that man gave me his extra tokens. And I promise you not, and I forgot about this, I promise you not, as I'm walking behind him, he goes, well, that's just God pouring down his blessings upon you. <laughs> Funny and thing is, I was the guy that gave uh, her the tokens. Well, and we know, that's, God. Not, we know that's not God. But no, my point was that, that uh, you know, I think we can pray about these situations, but it's not about us praying for God to bail us out or God to yeah. save this. I mean, we can pray those prayers, and those are honest, heartfelt prayers that you're crying out to God, and he wants us to to do that. He wants yes. us to call out to him like a father, but that doesn't mean that I mean, he's going to necessarily come down and wipe the slate clean. He can, and he might, but he normally doesn't. Yeah. And so for me right now, what I need to do is pray and say, God, help me to understand my circumstances. Help me accept them. Help me learn to cope with them. Help give me the strength exactly. to deal with the exactly. pressure. Give me the strength to deal with my grandpa's death. Give me the strength to deal with my dad's death. Yeah. Help me to learn as as I grow through that. And I just don't think we do it enough. No. Nope. I mean, obviously, I mean, if I'm able to say, no, I don't pray every day. Right. It's like, wow, that means I, I'm not talking to God every day and giving him the honor and the focus, the center of my life. And so and, here, and here's on this, Josh I, <laughs> at the driver seat crashing every day, getting a flat tire saying, damn it, God, help. And he's like, dude, pff. he says, dude, actually to me, <laughs> you know, and just says, come on. Like, yeah. I, I think he, ha- he has this hunger for me just to want him there. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't pray enough either. And I think for tonight, for us having this discussion, it, it's helped me to see that but you know, it is, I need to align myself with God's will. And, and so, um, you know, we talked about public prayer real quick and we won't get off on that, but man, when people publicly pray, you know, it's more about a show. It's less about them as individuals. So I sometimes wonder why we yeah. even do public prayer. I think it's, I think it's, uh, uncomfortable and I've, strange I've at times. I've always been, you know, 
you know, as a youth pastor, you know, you almost have to fill, fill that formula. And, um, I'm like the king of the short prayer. Right. It's like, God be with us this week. Props. Love you, dog. You know, (laughs) we're done, you know? And then it's like, Hey, Maybe we go around in a circle and uh, right, pray. You right. Know, I'm like, I don't want to. Well, sometimes I don't mind it as an exercise with the kids to teach them how to pray or to do something like that. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay. I do, I, in my opinion. But I do well, think. You're jackass. Well, I don't, well that's no, okay. But, but I think the whole see you at the pole thing bothered me because yeah. of the showiness of it. I mean, if I'm in my small group, small youth group of 20 kids or in my small group where I'm teaching kids, hey, this is this is maybe the authenticity of your prayer should be not showy. Yeah. You know, talking to them about that and demonstrating that for them. But, uh, when it gets into this whole, and even with a small group, and it's even like if you and I were to pray together, which we don't, which we don't, but, but (laughs) what would be really cool. I mean, what's really difficult about it. Not so cool. In my opinion is, you know, we talk a lot, we hang out a lot, whatever for me now to pray with you about it. It's almost like a redundancy because I already know your heart's needs. Yeah. Now for us to go, go, let's pray about those and re-say it all. Yeah. To me as believers, I think that when you and I are together and we're having lunch, we're talking about challenges or struggles we're having, we are in a moment of prayer. God is there with us. We don't have to now close our eyes and change our positions and pray. God's already heard our hearts. So, yeah. so uh, to sit there and bow our heads and, oh, dear Heavenly Father, I just pray for this, blah, 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 whatever. So um, anyway, we got an email about that this week. Yeah. And one of the questions was, uh, asking a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden it got to the end and it said, I'm just wondering, you know, because I'm a Christian that believes this, this, and this, do you and Josh pray before shows? And I said, I, so I emailed back, Josh goes, you can handle that one. And I, so I, <laughs> so I emailed back and, and I said, well, in a word, no, Josh and I don't pray before yeah. shows and, and we never have. And I've, I've never, I, you know, I've never even thought about praying before the show, uh, with you or without you. I just don't pray about the show at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't pray before the show. No, I don't. Never have, and I don't expect that I ever will. That's just not what I normally do. Do you, Do you have a habit of lying? I'm not lying, dude. I don't lie, dude. You're such a freaking <laughs> I am liar. Not. Why would I lie about this? Okay, I've well, never... I've been holding on to some audio that you don't. You're not aware of. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Oh. <laughs> what? Okay. Couple it, it... weeks back. Oh man! I was going, Come on. That's... and I was going what? into the kitchen and getting getting me a beer. I think it was a Dos Equis at the time. Yeah, and so I actually had the microphones rolling, and I caught you praying. No, you didn't. I caught you I praying. It. it was awesome. I don't believe it. Well, believe this. Dear God, um, before we start the show tonight, I just want to come and uh, pray for pray for Bryson and Grant, dear God. Help them have a, have a good night's sleep. I love my boys, God. I just pray that you'll help them sleep tight tonight and sleep all night in their beds and be safe. Thank you, God. And uh, speaking of the boys, dear God, you know, those boys, God, quite honestly, it, it's been a while. Um, the boys, well, you know, my boys, they're getting restless. And so God, teach them patience while they walk through this barren land. 
provide them an oasis of comfort for the dry journey ahead. And God, I, I just pray for my boys, all my boys. Speaking of patience, God, dear Lord, I just need your help. I need you to grant me patience with my, with my dear brother, Josh. Dear Heavenly Father, there are so many things that I need to ask your patience for tonight. First off, God, I just need to ask you to help me with the name calling. Oh, I, I know it's just in jest, God. I know he doesn't mean it all, but sometimes it just cuts me so deep. I just wish he might know how he hurts me at times. And God, if you'll just let me get, you know, learn to live with the constant barrage of insults, that would help me so much. Grant me the strength to turn the other cheek at all times. And God, I pray about this second thing, the things that, that really disturb me about Josh, the things that really concern me about him and his life. It's, you know, God, you know about his language. Oh my God, you know about his language. Dear Heavenly Father, help him with his cussing, his bad language, his constant use of the F word and the S word and the B word and the C word, all the other alphabetic and vocabulary words, consonants, vowels, all of them, God, he uses them so often. Dear God, help him. And the drinking, the occasional beer that he'll have during the show, I don't mind that. I really don't. But when it turns into two, he becomes a little bit rough. And God, it's the potty humor. I mean, the potty humor on and on and on, the farts. He talks about his gas and his excrement on and on and over and over again each week. Help me, Jesus. And then the sexual innuendos. The sexual innuendos just have to stop. Dear Jesus, help me deal with those sexual innuendos at all times. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. I'm uh, almost about to come back in. Uh, you want something to drink? No, man. I'm okay. It's, it's cool. Thanks. All right. Dear God, before he gets back in here, I just need to hurry. All those things that I'm talking about, Help me with those, but more importantly, help me with the most important thing, the biggest thing, God, that just burdens me about Josh, his life, something that's really hurting me about him and the things that he's struggling with. God, just help me with this one very, very important thing, God. Help me. Just Hey, help what me are deal you with doing? Nothing. Nothing, man. Well, it was a short lo show last week, and it's a long show this week. Okay. But I think that's all right. I think it all balances out in the circle of life. I mean, in this one, they got two farts out of me. Well, you know, if you're looking at it as your fart per hour. Yeah. You got two. That's not bad. Actually, you know, if it's a fart per hour, that was like a 30-minute show. Oh, ooh. so roughly you get four, you're averaging four farts per hour. So mm -hmm. that's a good deal. 
if you're looking for your F, well, F, I, I kind of feel one bubbling right now. I could well, up, we could bust one out. FPH, your <laughs> FPH is about to go up. Oh. Well, it, those of you that care anymore can email us at uh, Steve at stupidchurchpeople.com or comment on Josh's farts uh, at Josh at stupidchurchpeople.com or call us with your own farts. Um, yes, mic them up, let them fly, rip them, baby, and send them to us at five one two. Eight five seven nine six four seven. But remember, you only have three minutes to leave your farts, yes. so you better get them percolating early when yeah. you call, because you don't want to go fartless in your three minutes. Um, that's it. You can go to the website and check out the blogs. You can also download old podcasts if this is your first time listening to yeah, us. Yeah, I finally posted a blog. I saw that. I'm like one every month, maybe. You had two last month. Really? Yeah, one well, was no, one was one the picture of us. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> count. That was me being bored at home. Yeah, so thanks, Josh, for contributing to the Stupid Church website. Yeah, so uh, anyway, that was a good. Um, it was a good weekend. We had a good time. We don't have to talk about our weekend again, I guess. <sighs> See, you're such a jackass because you you don't even know what you're talking about right now, huh? I'm waiting. You're just talking. I'm just waiting here, waiting till you come up with something good. Okay. Uh, we could wait a little more and make the file size bigger. <laughs> sure. These these people will download uh, yeah, most anything. I thought the video was good. And I don't care what these guys say. The video was okay. Yeah. Was I okay. thought it was okay. We're gonna change it up a little bit though. I think what we should do is do little snippets. Like like not snippets. Sh- yeah, that's my word, snippet. Oh. You um, like lemony snippet kids? <laughs> no, that's snicket, uh-huh. I think. <laughs> Anyway, snippet is uh, we're just gonna take like the funny parts if there are any, and make them a little video mm. the next time. That's deep. So anybody that cares, God, if you're listening by now, go get a life. Yeah, freaking get a job, get a uh, freaking skateboard, a hobby, a hobby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go you know, go pick up a hobby. You know what sounds like a cool hobby to me. What I've always be? wanted to do. You know those train guys that make those miniature trains? Yes. And they make all the little plants yes. and the whole... I've always thought that would be fun to do. Yeah I, a, yeah. I could imagine you would like that because those guys aren't getting laid either. <laughs> well, well, I have... <laughs> to, like, you you want to come over <laughs> and see my train? I have a friend whose father, that's what he did the whole time. You know, and I bet he didn't get laid. I don't know. His but whole he, life. But that's where I saw my first Playboy, was at that house. Maybe you should get into it. <laughs> I was totally wrong. No, I remember I remember he stayed at home all day long. He lived around that train set, and that's what he did. And he actually took their living room, seriously, no no, their dining room, and converted it into the whole train thing. Oh, wow. And it like took over the house, and it went down the hallway, and it went up the stairs. Okay, that's freaky. It was nuts. Like, he consumed his life with this house. Did they have pets? Um, I think they had like a cat or something. All of a sudden, the cat's on the rail. Oh, <laughs> yeah, freaked him out. So That'd anyway, awesome. yeah, that's that's a hobby I'm thinking about getting into. Well, okay. So I'll check check Again, that out. Engineer Steve here. Wear that little hat. Yeah. Doo, doo. 